0: Sports with a Z and a T. My name is Bryce Zelinski alongside Taylor Lattimore. We are presented by Godzilla Media, sponsored by Saving Face Barbershop up in Saratoga Springs, Johnstone Supply in Troy, and Mohawk Honda. We have an abbreviated show this week. and Not really abbreviated, but we're past the thick of talking about college football and nothing happened, so we don't really have any college football to talk about. Strictly NFL this week. We are doing it a little earlier than we typically do. We do like to record on typically Wednesday, and have it air on Thursday. But with me going out to Chicago later on this week, we needed to get it done. And uh, so here we are. So a lot of immediate reaction. You can probably hear Otis having a sneeze attack in the background. Um, We're going to talk a lot of craziness that went on in the past week of week 14 and preview week 15. And the fantasy football playoffs are starting this week, Taylor, for anybody in a – Really, a normal league, uh, and so you've got to get those lineups right if you are in the fantasy playoffs. So we will get you all our fantasy football advice to you as well. So Taylor, let's let's start with last week, week fourteen. Uh, when it comes to our pickums, I told you before the show we were both eight and five. Uh, we will <clears throat> we will talk about the games that we got wrong specifically um, on top of almost every game last week. Um, but our records remain um, remain on pace. Six games apart. You are one twenty eight and eighty. I am now one twenty two and eighty six. So you you hold steady. You hold true there. Uh, and one of the games both you and I got wrong, and I think all of America got wrong, uh, was the Thursday night football game with the Raiders and the L A Rams. Um, <laughs> look, I mean, the, the, this was a perfect opportunity. Number one for the Raiders to really catapult themselves into the thick of the AFC wildcard race. Um, kind of like what they were doing last year. They were getting hot towards the uh, second half of the season. Uh, you're playing an LA Rams team that started John Walford. And then the second drive, a dude by the name of Baker Mayfield, uh, you know, who had been in the building for less than 36 hours, took the rest of the drives and it was ugly until the fourth quarter Uh, where it was 13-3, to and then all of a sudden, the Rams started just letting Baker do, you you know, just let it rip, right? Just let it rip, and, uh, you know, obviously, with a minute left, the 98-yard drive, Baker Mayfield storms down the field and throws that beautiful dime to uh, Van Jefferson in the corner of the end zone, and the Rams come away beating the Raiders. Um, I I mean, look – Baker showed kind of the signs of like what Cleveland thought they were getting when, you know, they drafted him number one overall. And you know what Carolina thought they were getting when they traded for him, And uh, (laughs) now the Rams are hoping that they may find, you know, the bridge, I guess for the post Stafford era. Um, I mean, they have four more weeks to figure it out, but um, not too shabby debut for Baker Mayfield in a Rams uniform.
1: Yeah, and I mean, when it comes down to it, I don't really know if this is more of, uh, you know, Baker Mayfield showing out or just showing how bad that the Raiders really are and how bad their defense is when it comes down the stretch. It collapsed. And I, do I think that Baker Mayfield is going to have Van Jefferson and Ben Skoranek running over teams for the rest of the year or moving forward? I don't. I, I really don't. I, I just I don't think that Baker is that good. He's been multiple stops now and we've seen it multiple times when he plays a good defense he's gonna fold and that's just the way it is
0: <clears throat> yeah the, the Raiders are certainly not a good defense but it was an interesting storyline to say the least let's sure. head to, let's head to the Sunday games Taylor your Colts were on a bye so we don't have to talk about them but we can talk <laughs> about hey we can talk about my Philadelphia Eagles and uh <sighs> For any of the concerns out there about the Eagles, and a lot of talk was about the Giants and you know how they are, you know, a surprise team and they they might catch the Eagles off guard. They have good defense. It, no. No. 48-22 is the final score there from MetLife. That game was over before it started. It was 21-0 at one point. Jalen Hurts did whatever the hell he wanted. Uh, the Eagles defense really just pinned their ears back and made life hell for Daniel Jones for about 45 minutes because Tyrod Taylor played the last 15 minutes. Um, this is a giants team that after starting once or a six and one are <clears throat> now one four and one in their last six. Meanwhile, the Eagles, I think by any stretch um, keep solidifying that they're the best team in football and that Jalen hurts should be, should be the MVP this season. I know there's some lovers out there for Patrick Mahomes. Yes, he's great, but look what Jalen Hurts is doing this year. Um, But, I mean, another week and another
1: blowout victory for the Birds. Yeah, they look good doing it. Um, The Giants are who we thought they were. Um, They're dealing dealing with some injuries now, and their defense isn't playing as good as it was in the beginning of the year. Um, And we always knew that this team was not not what they've – for showing they're overachieving is what they are because of Brian Dable and the way he was able to coach that team up in the beginning of the year. They won a lot of games to start the year. Um, but, when push comes to shove, I don't think they're ready to be in the playoffs yet. They're close, and, and a couple pieces down and the road, maybe. Currently hold the down. last, I mean, for the time being, they do hold the final wildcard spot. Yeah, and they might make the playoffs, and it's going to be great for a first-time yeah. loss. <laughs> look, uh, look, at their, look at their schedule <laughs> remaining. They do play the Eagles one more time. They play the, now, White they play the Colts, though, so, I mean, that's a win. Maybe not. Maybe. Maybe I mean, honestly, if there's any team that the Colts can beat, maybe it's the Giants. But
0: (laughs) I I mean, the Giants, I mean, Daniel Jones can't throw a football further than eight yards. I I mean, that's just kind of the fact of the matter. And, you know, when teams dare Daniel Jones to throw the football, bad things usually happen on his front. And that's what the Eagles did. They removed Saquon Barkley from the game. Game plan and forced Daniel Jones, obviously game script too, kind of forced the Giants to have to throw the ball all all over the field as well. Um, Mm -hmm. That led to seven sacks by the Eagles' defense and um, three turnovers. They had a blocked punt slash miscued punt uh, that Mm -hmm. they you know that they had as well, and of course Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders leading the offense there. So an impressive win by the Eagles. Which leads us to our next game, which is another important divisional matchup, which was the Bills and the Jets. A game that the Jets had an opportunity once again to win. Uh, Mike White got absolutely blasted in this game. Um, Suffered a clear rib injury. uh, Somehow came back in. I don't know if they juiced him up with cortisone and put a flak jacket on him and stuck him back out there. But um, Mike White came back out there and... um, you know, they they play they beat the Bills earlier in the year and <laughs> then now on the road played the Bills tough. Um, this is more, I think, not so much about the Jets because I think I know, I, we know that they're a competitive team that may not be there yet, but also a team that could push for a wild card spot. We'll see how these last couple of weeks go. But this is also a Bills team that I think week in and week out have now begun to disappoint a lot of people, including myself. And the thing that people are not talking about enough, and people don't want to hear it, especially up here where we live, is the regression of Josh Allen. Because he leads the league in interceptions, he is not hitting the deep balls that made him so good last year, and he's making dumb late-game decisions. Obviously, they didn't have to worry about that against the Jets this week, but this is not a Bills team that looks like is fully in sync When really, I mean, we talk about it year in and year out with the, with this team, it seems they're great during the regular season, but as you get closer to the playoff time, playoffs, the questions start to arise and Josh Allen is not really what he was last year. I mean, look, Josh Allen is still very good. Let me be clear, but there are some signs of regression here as well.
1: Yeah. And the, I, I, you got to think that it's probably a lot of pressure that Josh Allen is feeling because they rely so heavily on him to do, to make yeah, anything work. In well, that they team. can't run the football for shit. So. Exactly. So it's, it's either you win by Josh <laughs> Allen or you lose by Josh Allen. You die, you live and die by Josh Allen. And that's a lot of pressure to have on such a passionate like fan base. And, you know, people in Buffalo go nuts over the bills and, you know, they've been inching their way closer. And so now it's like, okay, well, you know, you, you made it to the playoffs a couple of years in a row. You're pushing to make a good push into the playoffs. You keep losing to Patrick Mahomes. At some point, you gotta make a move. You gotta do it. You gotta break through and <clears throat> move on to the big game and play in the Super Bowl, even the AFC Championship game, and and get past it and 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 compete. But. I just think it's it's building up for him right now and and he's trying to force the issue a little too much and that's what's making all these these errant throws, these interceptions, these I need to make a play right now, so let's force it in where I think I can do it because I have this arm strength, but in reality he's just you know ending up turning over the ball and he's playing sloppier than he could. Did you see his uh post game interview when the the reporter basically was like, I don't think that this offense is a super bowl caliber offense. I did. And he just, and he, was, did. he said, Okay, okay. And, like, I don't know what else you say to that. Like,
0: Well, I I mean,
1: (laughs) and and the way it was translated, like, he knows that.
0: Like, he's not going to be one to sugarcoat it. But when you're talking about Super Bowl contenders, this is a Bills team that I think you could question could keep up with a team like the Chiefs or the Eagles right now because they're not in sync. They can't run the football. And if they, you know, do – have to be in a shootout. Josh Allen's not hitting enough plays uh, to to m- really stay in the game. Like Stefan Diggs is a great re- top five wide receiver in football. Don't get me wrong, but it's the complimentary pieces. Like Dawson Knox is now hurt. Uh, y- you're, you're really seeking more out of Gabriel Davis. They just signed Cole Beasley because they need a third wide receiver. You're not getting what you want out of the run game between – uh, James Cook and Devin Singletary, and the defense just lost Vaughn Miller. So, yes, the defense is very good, but what happens when you don't play the Jets? What happens when you play the Chiefs and you need to get pressure against the Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow? Are you going to be able to do it? Um I mean, that's the remains to be seen, and, you know, it, it doesn't sound like it, but, yeah, we are talking about the, at the current moment, number one seed in the AFC. So, I, I mean, at, at that time, you, you know, it. it
1: you know it, it sounds it sounds good but the thing is is back to my point th- this team and expectations around this team are not oh be good in the regular season you've gotten past that you've gotten past <laughs> okay be good. man there it is <laughs> you've gotten you, you know you knew it was due right yeah You've gotten past the you need to be good in the regular season. It's now we don't really care what you do in the regular season because you've been a top seed before. It's what you do in the postseason now that we care about. And that's the problem is is he's feeling that pressure. And, yeah, they're the number one seed. And, yeah, they can be good against bad teams, but can you be great against great teams right. in pressure situations? That remains and, to be seen. And, and I
0: think that's what Bills fans want to know as well. Um, and, tr- honestly, I mean, I – I want to know too. I mean, if if they don't do it again this year, that's three straight years now that the Bills have not lived up to the big moment. So it's definitely a storyline that we'll keep eyes on. Uh, we go to the Bengals and the Browns, Taylor. And I, I mean, as, as well as the Bengals are playing right now, um, you know, the Bengals did enough offensively, didn't really have to do much. Um, the more – bigger storyline here is really the Browns Um, and how awful Deshaun Watson and this offense looks right now. I mean, you have the combination of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and you have Deshaun Watson back at quarterback and this offense looks worse than it did with Jacob Jacoby percent. Now, a lot of that has to contribute to the fact that Deshaun Watson is just playing his second game in over two and a half years. But at the same time, you expect more out of a guy you're paying $240 million to. So, um, with that being said, good performance by the Bengals, but the Browns are definitely a team. Uh, they're I mean, they. I think this is a team that was hoping with Deshaun Watson back at five and seven before this game. Now five and eight, that they were hoping to make a push for that final AFC wildcard spot because they were in position to at least have a chance. Uh, but with the way they're playing, that does not seem realistic.
1: Well, yeah, you gotta give you got to temper expectations. Cause let's be honest, John Watson hasn't played in nearly two years. Anyone who thought he was going to come out and just be himself, be normal after everything that's happened to him, after all the stuff that he's had to go through, obviously um, of his own doing, but still, um, you know, he's, he's, he's going to be rusty and it might take all of these games and a whole nother year and a whole nother off season before he's back to form. So if I'm a Browns fan right now, I, I just I wouldn't have expected you know fans are fans so they're going to they're going to hope and they're going to you know hope that he comes out there and look just as good as he was in Houston but you know if I'm looking from the outside looking in if Watson can just get to that level at some point over the span of this however long contract that they're guaranteed him money um you know that that's what you look for I this season was was not great anyway if you had been if you had been above 500 with Jacoby Brissett and you were sitting there at like you know nine and five or eight and five instead of the opposite way then maybe it would be more of a dire situation where you're like okay you held water with uh with Jacoby Brissett and now Sean Watson's looking to you know make a push for the playoffs but that's not really happening I mean yes they're technically like in the hunt but like barely like they had a they have a losing season. Like the this, the this yeah. season is lost. Yeah, and that's, and, that's how I,
0: it is. And, oh. and I think you know at this point, flipping it to the other side with the Bengals, oh. I think this is the third best team in the AFC. Maybe I, I the think it, maybe, maybe the maybe second, maybe the second. Um, if I, I had to rank it right now, three. if I had to rank it right now, I'd say Chiefs, Bills, Bengals. But I I, I mean another week of the Bills slacking. And the Bengals continuing to play closer to their Super Bowl form, I would elevate the Bengals as the second best team in the AFC. But I think when you're looking at who's going to make it to Arizona
1: out of the AFC, it's one of these those three teams. I would agree with that, and um, I'm hard pressed not to rank them: Chiefs, uh, Bengals, Bills, because of the issues that we've talked about.
0: Right, right, and and the Bengals defense right now. So they are. And the Bengals' defense is, ta- on paper, not as good as the Bills' still, even without Von Miller. But um, you know, Bengals have lived up to expectation a little more than the Bills have in the past. And they so. have a
1: guy at the helm that uh, has done it literally. He's gotten to the game already in his short career. Literally by himself, almost. Yeah, uh, uh, behind one of the worst offensive lines uh, probably exactly. to ever playing the Super Bowl. Exactly. Besides maybe that cheat for the Chiefs won man. that Bengals team last year. Life.
0: No business in this being in the Super Bowl, and Joe yeah, Burrow. That's nobody picked it. them.
1: Nobody had any inclination that they would be the ones that made it. And they almost, and they, they, almost, did and they yeah. almost did it. They almost did it. Um Cowboys, Texans. Um
0: <laughs> I, I, you know, as an Eagles fan, mm-hmm. I was sitting there hoping the Texans were going to pull off the miracle because if the Texans won this game It all, but solidified the NFC East for the Eagles. Um, But it wasn't meant to be. The Texans did choke against the Cowboys in (laughs) ceremonious fashion. Um, But, you know, looking at, you know, the top teams, top echelon of teams in the NFC, and people want to throw the Cowboys, they want to throw the Vikings up there with the Eagles. The Vikings, and we'll get to them in a minute, definitely (laughs) not. And you look at the Cowboys and, you know, you need a final drive last minute drive from your own two yard line at home to beat the one win clearly tanking Texans (laughs) I'm sorry but I ain't putting you anywhere you know (gasps) anywhere close to what the Eagles are right now the Eagles are obliterating people left and right averaging 41 points per game over the last four weeks since the Colts game they are averaging 41 points a week which I think is a compliment to the Colts defense once again <laughs> but the Cowboys are over here sitting again and struggling against the Texans I do not understand why some people think this Cowboys team is better than the Eagles it boggles me I can't I can't grasp it
1: yeah I can't make an argument for that I can I can make an argument for not worrying too much about the Cowboys because listen they won the game. A win is a win, and you know everyone has bad weeks. The the Eagles lost to Eagles. Washington. Yeah, so, that's
0: true. A, a, but that's at lost. least a and divisional they, game, and Washington and it was playing
1: hot, and, and and they only won by one point. Against the Colts. <laughs> so like people will have neither of teams. those teams are Houston. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, Houston is really bad, but you know, in the end the cowboys didn't lose the game. If they lost the game, then it's a different story. Then it's like, okay, that was a bad, bad, bad week. But they won the game. Yeah, it didn't it wasn't pretty, but they they won. Just like the the, the Eagles beat the Colts. It wasn't pretty. They won by one point, but you know right. they won. So right. you move on. No, that's fair. Um that goes to the second
0: team that I had mentioned before, you know, with the Cowboys, and that would be the Minnesota Vikings. And we they were in class. They did not win. Um, <laughs> Vegas knew something. I don't yeah. know what it was, but they knew something. Um, the, the fighting, fighting Dan, team. the fighting Dan Campbell's man. And, and I knew it right when the Eagles needed all 60 minutes to beat this Lions team all the way back in week one. And then it kind of looked like they were got downwards spiraling But the Lions have really reeled it back together. They are 6-7. and They are one game out of a playoff spot here. Um, The Giants' tie is actually their saving grace right now. And, uh, you know, this Vikings team, they clearly struggle against offenses that can put points on the board. You look at the Eagles. You look at the Cowboys. You look at the Lions with their big those three offenses, and you look at the Vikings' weakness, which is that secondary. All three of those teams threw the ball all over the field against them. The Vikings clearly have enough weaknesses that they are frauds, in my opinion. I think you know, and any team with Kirk Cousins will be a fraud. But that's neither here nor there. Um, But the Vikings really lay an egg here against the Lions, who. they are playing very good football right now. Jared Goff arguably is playing the best football of his
1: career, which I can't believe that just came out uh, of my mouth. I mean, but, but he did make it to a Super Bowl once. I mean, I, I, I would argue that that's probably his best season. Not that it was because but, of him. But, but Jared, Jared yeah. Goff made that Super Bowl because of that defense. Yes, and the
0: running game. The Lions have an awful defense right now, and this mm-hmm. Lions team is throwing the
1: football all over the field right now. Um, yeah, have so, a ton of weapons on offense. I mean, I mean, we've talked about it ad nauseum. You got Swift. You got Williams, who's a touchdown machine. I'm on Ross St. Brown. All those, and they're getting this is the Stamson Ly- Williams back soon. I'll, I'll tell you what. Maybe. This is a Lions team that if they sneak into the playoffs, I don't want to see them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, would I feel confident that the Eagles at home would beat the Detroit Lions? Yes. But yeah. that's not the easiest game. That's not an easy game.
1: They already showed you already showed it. You you got right. a lead on them, and they were like, no, we're not just rolling over and dying. We're gonna fight to the very end. And yeah. that's that's what the Lions do. And you give them credit. And as for Minnesota, yeah, no, I is not, not real. Not they a 10, ten they win team. It. Of all the ten win ten win plus teams. Do you know that their point differential is negative one? They have a negative wow. point differential. Wow. Yeah. Um, because all of their all of their because all their, are their like wins one are point. one possessions, and so, then when they lose, they get destroyed. Well,
0: and now you bring up a good point. Like you look at point differentials with the Eagles, it's astronomical. You look at yeah, a point differential peaks. for the Cowboys; I think it's pretty high too. Yep. Um, they're all
1: in the, all, Chiefs, over 100, all over a hundred, all over hundred, like hundred fifty to hundred, and all. And, Vikings negative one. I think that's all you need to know, right? That's
0: all you need to know. Yeah, the Vikings are frauds. And I think that's why I, that was just my opinion was, you know, the Vikings were winning a lot of one possession games that if you you flip a coin, that might go the other way. These other teams, three and ten. Like
1: these these, other teams are beating, are obliterating teams out of the water. Yeah. So exactly. They're beating bad teams like handily. And the Vikings, every team they face, every one team, possession. it's, it's one a one-possession possession game. It comes down to the very end. They, they're coming from behind, or they're letting teams come back against them, and they're barely holding on. I know they're they should have lost, lost to the Jets, too. Um, let's go to the Titans and the Jaguars. And,
0: I, I mean, the Jaguars are trying to, you know, spoil the party one last time here they're at five and eight they are on the outside looking in but they do have a slight small avenue to the playoffs meanwhile the titans still lead the division afc south is not very good i so it's funny you bring up point differentials because i had a point differential stat but did not involve the vikings you know between the afc south and the nfc south not one team has a positive point differential (laughs) not one the Jaguars have the best one at zero. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Titans are I'll give like you a- you, the Titans, we we they're a team that game <clears throat> script is their best friend or their worst enemy. They are a very tough team to beat if they can get on an early early run, score early, run the football, and rely on their defense. But if a team can get to them early and put points up in bunches, <clears throat> It's not going to be a good day for them, and, and yeah. back-to-back weeks, the Eagles and the Jaguars. More so, the Eagles is understandable, but the Jaguars have lit up the scoreboard against them, and they can't get to what they want to do, which is run the ball with Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill has to throw the football, and
1: that's mm-hmm. never that's a good, never thing. a recipe for success. Yeah. No, it is not. Um, I'll give you one more uh, point differential uh, stat that I just pulled up. Six of the fourteen teams that are currently in the playoffs all have a negative point differential. You got Tennessee at negative 35, wow. the Giants at negative 33, the Chargers at negative 31, Tampa Bay at negative 30, Washington at negative three, and then our boy Minnesota at negative one.
0: The Chargers are seven and six and have a negative 31 yeah. point differential? Yeah. That's the one that clears out the most <clears throat> to me, I think. Wow.
1: Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. It's crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of I, – I mean – there there's not many elite teams this year. There's, there's probably four teams that I would say are elite this year. And that, that might be pushing it. I think there. To, to be honest with you, I think there's two elite teams, but that's me being harsh. And, and that's the Eagles and the chiefs. Then I think there's two very good teams. And that would be the, um, bills and the Cowboys. Then I think there are good teams, which maybe the Bengals up there too. We just talked high about the Bengals. Maybe I throw the Bengals up there mm-hmm. as very good teams as well. But then there's the good teams of, you know, the Vikings, the, the Bengals, the Ravens. Like, what are some of these teams? It's just been, it's I mean, been nuts.
1: In my opinion, there's maybe five or six teams that are true Super Bowl contenders. Um, obviously I don't Eagles even, and the Chiefs. You think I, that many? Yeah, Eagles and the Chiefs contenders, meaning they could win. Not that I think that they will. Uh, if I had, if you're putting a gun to my head, I'm probably gonna pick it. Well, if you're putting a gun to my head and telling me pick the Super Bowl winner, I'm gonna pick the Eagles because obviously they look like the best team right now. And then after that, I'd go <laughs> with the Chiefs because you know Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league and he's done it multiple times now, uh where he's been to a play uh, the Super Bowl at least and won one of them. Um <clears throat> the Bills I gotta put them up there because they have all the tools. It's just they need to put it together. The Bengals, because they've been there before and I this is how they won last year. They got hot at the end of the year and they just carried that momentum. And Joe Burrow seems like a franchise. Yeah, if you guy. if you I mean if you had the Bengals in the Super Bowl last year you're lying to yourself. So that's what that's that's four right there. The top three mm-hmm. AFC teams and, and that, the Eagles, the Cowboys. I don't really no. think because I, I just don't know playoffs, right? Um, the Niners, I'm not giving up on them. I know Brock Purdy we will talk about it when we get there, but I mean, he looked fine, and the Niners have a really good defense, so I'm still putting them up there. Um, and then after that, it's it's it really falls out quick, so I guess like five ish five and a half four. cause I'll put half on the Cowboys
0: four to potentially five and a half. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I have my own thoughts about the Niners, but we'll get there. Um, <clears throat> the Ravens and the Steelers, this was, ugly. oh God, what an ugly <laughs> sloppy game. Um, Tyler Huntley got concussed and had to leave the game. Anthony Brown came in and won the game for the Ravens. Um, <laughs> Mike Tomlin will not have a uh, streak anymore, almost certainly, unless they win. Um, you know, moving forward, the the final four games that they have left. Um, but this is a Steelers team again, another team that falls to five and eight in the AFC that had a chance, like the 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 final like two wild card spots, maybe the last one I should say for the AFC, like. They're, they're just begging for somebody to take it. And all these teams that are on the cusp keep losing. I.e. The, the Steelers are the next victim. But the Ravens find a way to keep winning. Somehow they're 9-4. and four. Lamar is still out. The expectation is Anthony Brown will start on Saturday. Um, <clears throat> but the Steelers are all but done.
1: Kenny Pickett yeah. also got concussed too. Yeah, I mean, the concussions uh, at really... Concussions I mean, everywhere! literally like they've been hitting a lot of uh well with the new rule it's kind of you know like it, even if you're just stumbling and someone catches a, a sight of it from the the stands or whatever, you know the the viewer or whoever watches the game specifically <clears throat> to find players who seem to be uh exhibiting concussion um uh, symptoms yeah with that and in uh, so many people are getting concussed which doesn't help you know people predicting the games or uh teams trying to win games but it, it, you know the Steelers they have pieces that you like they have Kenny Pickett who seems decent obviously he's not like a he doesn't seem to be a franchise guy quite yet um you got Pickens who seems like a stud um on offense i mean Najee Harris having a down year but still you like him you upgrade that offensive line you got to look towards the future at this point yeah Tomlin you didn't have a winning season but you're you're your job is safe you know with a little retuning here and there the defense is on the up and up when you have tj Watt, you're always going to be um at least a decent defense and you have pieces there so they just got to look towards the future I, obviously the season's over and the ravens you know what can you do when you have your third string quarterback in i mean barely squeaked by the steelers this season has really uh collapsed around baltimore i think which again because didn't that happen last year with all the injuries that they had sure did kind of sucks uh for baltimore but maybe one day they'll uh they'll uh well it seems like they have to maybe pay lamar if that's what they want to do because i am no longer confident
0: my afc representative will make the play of the super bowl they'll make the playoffs but
1: not the not the super bowl um unless lamar gets back listen i mean they, they are nine and four um, they're somehow winning some of these close games. They have a pretty good defense, but they, they do need... They Lamar currently that. lead the division. They currently yeah, yeah. lead the division. No, they so, have the number three seed right now. So, I mean, it is what it is, but... We like, talked about the Bengals, be to, but the Ravens are there. Yeah, you you, you can't compete without without uh, Lamar,
0: though. That's, no. that's the issue. <laughs> uh, the Chiefs absolutely dominate the Broncos. Russell Wilson died in this game. Um, but, you know, he also had three touchdowns in this game Mm. when he had eight all year so you know the broncos offense like a you know but they are three and ten now the chiefs ten and three we already talked about how we feel about the chiefs um the the niners
1: hold on russell wilson one touchdown throw away from having as many touchdowns as he has bathrooms in his house, and he probably will not play this week. So getting real close, getting, getting close. real close, getting real <laughs> close. Sweating there. it out, sweating it out.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's wow. That just the the whole thing about the Broncos just blows it's my mind downfall, right now. The downfall and how good we thought that they would be. Did uh, you see the one interception of Russell Wilson to um, Willie Gay? Where he that. just, like, it was a screen pass, and he, like, tried to flick oh, yeah, it, yeah, it, it yeah. over. It was just yeah. so, like, what are you, like, that's the thing, like, I don't yeah, care Carson if you're regressing me. or not. That,
1: that's like, Car- yeah, that's like Carson. <laughs> that's what Carson. Are Lynch you Lynch. Doing? Yeah, that, that, that was a shovel pass <laughs> to the other team. Unbelievable, man. Oh wow. And then you have, and then on the other side, you have Patrick Mahomes with that little, like, flick pass that he just the, like McKinnon. just a side flip crazy yeah. it was just crazy. and it had such velocity on it I don't know how he does it
0: Patrick Mahomes continues to prove he's that he's a freak he's a, just an absolute freak at the quarterback position um me in the league
1: <laughs> um anyway <You're> <laughs> playing as the best
0: right now but he is the best <laughs> um the Niners and the Bucks Yes, the Niners absolutely obliterated Tampa Bay. Yes, the defense ball hawked the Buccaneers offense. Yes, yes Brock Brody Purdy had four
1: touchdowns or whatever he had. This is a
0: Buccaneers team that's just downright bad. <laughs> it's downright bad. Um, you know, you and look at the, nin- the division. You look at the Niners <laughs> schedule coming up and, and I I really just want to see them like they play the Seahawks. Okay, we'll see how they do this Thursday. Then they play the Commanders, Raiders, and Cardinals. Easy. easy. They're going to walk right into the playoffs. They're going to walk right into the playoffs. Um, but they now have lost Debo Samuel as well. I question really when this team runs into the Eagles. If it gets to that point in Philadelphia, good luck. Good Good luck, Brock Purdy. Good luck. Um, I just don't see how this Niners team that is very good. Um, this was a team with Jimmy Garoppolo that was my biggest concern. Um, in the NFC, no longer is.
1: Um, yeah, but like you say, like with Jimmy Garoppolo, they were so scary. What well, since when is Jimmy Garoppolo the reason that the, they're scary? Like I said this last week he Brock Purdy doesn't have to be Patrick Mahomes or Jalen hurts or Josh Allen. He has to be, he has to be friggin' Jimmy Garoppolo. Like Jimmy Garoppolo was never a world beater. All he has to do is manage the game and make the throws that the coach tells him to make his first or second read. Like it, it he did that. He did that against the Bucks. He doesn't have to be amazing. He and and just I, and has I to think be average. I think
0: a big test now because a big part of what makes this offense go is the presence of Debo Samuel. So yes. I would, I it's will like hurt. to see this offense. Obviously, adding Chris McCaffrey that is you but, know and a huge element. But I think the element of Debo Samuel open things up for McCaffrey and but also open things up for Brandon Ayuk.
1: today it, he did say that he expects Debo to be back in possibly three to four weeks which be, would be right in playoff time so Correct. he might even be back for the playoffs so we might not even be, have to be talking about and we, they have an easy schedule they should win all these games even without Debo I mean who on that list are you scared of like Seahawks, Seattle could get them Seattle could get him wrong. at home, but Seattle had a stinker this week. Like, I'm sure we're going to talk about that. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. <clears throat> it's actually the next game. Uh,
0: yeah, Carolina and so Seattle. I, I'm so good at that. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, Carolina, Taylor, is one game out of first place in the a, or NFC South. If they win out, they win the division. If they control the Carolina Panthers in 2022 control their own destiny to make the playoffs by beating the Seattle Seahawks who allow with the loss the Seattle Seahawks allow the New York Giants at 7-5 and 1 see the tie is helping allows the Giants to keep that final spot for one more week um while the Seahawks are the first team out um but I, it's not a sentence I thought
1: I'd hear, but the Sam Darnold-led Carolina Panthers control their own destiny to make the playoffs. How about it? Yeah, uh, I don't know what to say about it. I mean, they seem to be playing better as of late. Their their defense has been playing pretty well, stopping stopping the run and whatnot. But I mean, <laughs> I I don't know. I I thought Seahawks were a, a really dangerous team, like a team that you wouldn't want to face uh, down the stretch here while you're trying to make the playoffs um geno smith having a career year um up until this that point i mean that's a bad loss like i, I don't care who you are the the panthers are not a good team they were a sellers at the trade deadline they they traded away christian mccaffrey they were they're basically trying to you know not tank for per se but like you know you're they're not going anywhere they're not even if they make the playoffs like you know, the, the Panthers aren't doing anything in the playoffs, but. No, but um, it's still, it would still be funny. It would still, it would still be, be fun a funny decision. story. I mean, the whole NFC South is. fired. Matt right. Rule, trade in McCaffrey, make the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> it makes no sense at all. This, this whole NFL season has been so weird. Um, I'll say cut that. Cut Baker Mayfield. Yeah. <laughs> Not Baker even Trey Baker. To the, cut Baker. Pardon, cut, cut Baker. He goes to the Rams, wins his first game, has a 98-yard touchdown drive that he looked like freaking vintage Tom Brady. And, and that's why they say any given Sunday, man, this league. Um mm-hmm. the
0: Sunday night football game I think drew a lot of concerns for um the state of the Miami Dolphins simply because Tua over the last four weeks, has the worst quarterback passer rating out of all starting quarterbacks. Mm. Tua has been brutal now for the past month. The Chargers get a huge win. Huge win for the Chargers. Um, A team that you don't know who's going to show up each and every week when it comes to the Chargers. But this is a Dolphins team. We talk about the high-flying offense, but – Tua, after throwing his name in the MVP conversation for a while, has really cooled off and is bringing up concerns about what kind of quarterback is Tua truly, because we've kind of seen both sides of it now, um, where he's held back this offense and he's led this offense and catapulted this offense to being one of the most explosive in the league. Um, Big statement win by the Chargers. A lot of concerns in uh, Miami uh, following this one.
1: Yeah, it seems like Tua uh, was broken by the San Francisco 49ers. Um, played that them. The final and nail. Yeah, final nail. Yeah, yeah, and he had two interceptions in that game and then didn't play very great in this game. I mean, I think teams are, you know, you're seeing the fact that Tua can't really throw the ball. Sorry, it's a car outside. Oh, <laughs>
0: I'm like, what is going
1: on? Is that me? No, someone's brakes need to be fixed. I guess, uh, um, yeah. but uh, if,
0: I, if I could hear those brakes, yes,
1: <laughs> yeah. Do, uh, um he underthrows his receivers a lot. We know this about him. He may be extremely accurate, but he doesn't have the arm strength. Um, these are concerns that we've talked about, that we've known, um, and if a team can exploit it, then this is how. <laughs> then this is how you beat them, and. <laughs> And you might have the best receiving core in the game um, in terms of speed, um, but if you can't get them the ball, then it is what it is. And now Miami is sitting here, and they are holding – do they still have a playoff spot? I think they do. Yes, they do. Miami has the
0: second wild card, and the Chargers have the last one.
1: Um. But yeah, I mean, the concern for Tua, you look for him to improve uh, in the next couple games and and look like himself again, heading into playoffs, hopefully, because if not, then the Dolphins are in big trouble. Uh, For anyone who is not watching and they're just listening, uh, the reason I'm laughing is uh, Otis is now sitting uh, on Bryce's lap and he has a little hoodie on and it's (laughs) really cute. (laughs) (laughs) He's a little puppy gangster. Gangster, (laughs) oh. (laughs)
0: Gangster-o. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> oh, good stuff. Oh, um, Monday night, um, NFL changing. NFL landscape changing Monday night. <clears throat> the Patriots beat the Cardinals, and you're probably thinking, well, Bryce, that's not really changing. But um, the Patriots, number one, get themselves still in the wild card. Um, conversation they are still there along with you know the Chargers and the Jets Um, but the big big landscape change that could determine the future of the Cardinals and give Cardinals ownership some pause is the fact that Kyler Murray and confirmed on Tuesday uh, tore his ACL on the first drive third play of the game and um, the the reason why I say this could be landscape changing is one this could be an out to kind of go into a new direction for the Arizona Cardinals because the timing of Kyler Murray's injury pretty much takes him out of 2023. They're not going to be very good next year. You have an aging DeAndre Hopkins. You have a coach on the verge of being fired. You have a very bad defense. You have an old tight end in Zach Ertz that you could move on from coming off his own torn ACL and MCL. You have... Hollywood Brown, who he is what he is. You have A.J. Green, who's old. You have James Conner, who you could move on from. There's a lot of questions with this Cardinals team. This is an opportunity, in my opinion, and I think a lot of people agree, for the Cardinals' ownership, it could be an excuse to really change the direction of where this franchise is going. Firecliffe, Kingsbury, bring in a coach. Obviously, you have Kyler, who but is Kyler somebody that you want to build a team around? There's been questions about his leadership. There's been questions about how the front office feels about him outside of Cliff Kingsbury. So you remove Cliff Kingsbury, you bring in a new coach. Do you trade Kyler, you know, when the time is right, or do you move on from him? Um, this injury opens up a lot of different can of worms for the future of the Arizona Cardinals right now.
1: Yeah. And um It's, it's sad that, you know, you never want to see injuries like this. It completely derails anything the Cardinals were trying to do, which, you know, they were already out of the playoffs looking in, but. um, They're now four
0: and nine. So, I mean, you look at the order of the draft and they have a top 10 pick now already. Um, Mm -hmm. There's a, there's a good chance now with Colt McCoy at the helm that it's going to get a lot, lot better when it comes to the ranking of that pick.
1: Yeah. And so, I mean, it's it's definitely a thought, a thought. Uh, just blow it up, reset everything. Um, I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't maybe get rid of Kyler just yet, um, just because you don't know. Maybe if I personally is. I personally don't think he's a franchise quarterback, but that's yeah. But he's me. he might be above average on any given night just with his athletic ability. Well, he'll have uh, plenty of time to play cod so. <laughs> Um, I, it, it guess it depends on where they land, uh, with their pick. If they were somehow in the top five or close to it, maybe they could, um, trade up, uh, and, and may, maybe trade like a DeAndre Hopkins who's aging, but a, a team that's contending might take him if they're up there, like the Eagles, maybe I, I, that would be crazy. That, that'd be too many wide receivers. Probably. I'm just throwing it out there. Um, I'm just saying, yeah, no, no, nah, I don't think that would work, yeah. but, um, but I'm just throwing it out there as an example, something of that sort and move up and, and get one of those top quarterbacks in this draft, maybe if you're, if you're looking to trade Kyler. Um, but I don't know. It, it's, it's certainly a thought, but the Cardinals are definitely dead in the water at this point for this season and Patriots, you know, they go as their defense goes, their offense offenses eh on any given night. So, um, it's still maybe not a team you want to play in the playoffs just because if it's a ground and pound defensive, slow game, then the Patriots have that uh, ability uh, to win those games. And that is kind of how the playoffs sometimes go is it, it gets more slowed down. Um, but good for the Patriots, I guess. I don't, I don't really care about them, but they're I mean, they're nice. in the,
0: they're in the discussion, right? They're there. I mean, I'd rather discussion.
1: have, I'd rather the Jets make it just because, I feel oh, bad for I, Jets fans. <laughs> I
0: think anybody would like the Jets and Mike White to make it over, um, you know, McCorkle. Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Um, let's talk about this week's slate of games. We t- we recapped uh, week 14. Let's go to week 15. Uh, and it starts on Thursday night when the San Francisco 49ers go to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Um, now night game, Thursday night games go wonky. Seahawks coming off a bad loss, but they still see the light at the end of the tunnel. Geno Smith playing good ball. Um, you know, and Brock Purdy and the Niners heading into Seattle. Big divisional game. Um, probably Brock Purdy's big toughest test to date. Um,
1: you know, I don't I think this game's gonna be a lot closer than some people realize. I mean, the line is only three and a half, um given uh, points to Seahawks um, but uh, the Niners are still road favorites so um, there's that I I do think that the Niners will win this game I talked about the Niners earlier I believe that Brock Purdy can do enough um, he just has to be Jimmy Garoppolo I'm gonna keep saying it that's all he needs to be um, I, I think the Niners are a better team than the Seahawks by far um, yeah I think Niners. I'm going to go with San Francisco as well, and the reason
0: I think that is I think that Seattle's defense is going to fail them when it comes to stopping Christian McCaffrey in the run game. Um, Seattle has proven to really struggle against teams that run the ball well. That's actually what hurt them against the Panthers, is that Mm -hmm. they couldn't stop the combination of Deontay Foreman and Chuba Hubbard. So I'm going to – my expectation (laughs) is Christian – If you can't stop those two, you're not going to stop Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey. So uh, that combination, I I do think San Francisco does win this game. Uh, Mm -hmm. We do have three games on Saturday now because college football is no longer a thing until bowl season. So we have three every week from here on out. We have three Saturday games. And the first Saturday game, Taylor, (laughs) just so happens to be the Indianapolis Colts. Wow. Look at that, huh? Uh, The (laughs) Indianapolis Colts take on the Minnesota
1: Vikings.
0: (laughs) Indianapolis Colts take on the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, These three games will be on the NFL Network. So if you don't have the NFL Network, um, you're kind of SOL. You might have to find a way to stream it. (laughs) Yep. Um, Colts. Head to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Now, the Vikings, yeah. as we've talked about, have um, struggled yeah. against teams with decent defenses. Um, however, just no, uh, uh, no. 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 The know, Vikings will win this
1: game. It's 1 o'clock, Taylor. So, <coughs> Vikings are fine. Yeah, the Vikings will probably win this game, and I'll say that they will because I hope, honestly, that they do at this point because the Colts just need a better pick. But this does scream a, uh, a game that the Colts oh, would go out This win. screams Colts win. Yeah. This screams Colts. Because, you know, really the Vikings, win. we've talked about it, they only play close games, and the Colts um, are kind of good at winning a lot of close games. I mean, not that they've won a lot, but um, <laughs> against good teams, they put up good fights. And when it's a close game, even the Eagles game, like, you know, down to the very end, it was, it was, it was, you know, they were leading and, and they let them come back. But I, I, I'm going to pick the Vikings because I want to win this challenge and I'm not going to be silly with the six game lead that I have and pick my team just because I don't think my team should win. I don't think they Pick I don't Colts. want them to win. The I'm not. Pick I want the Colts, Colts to lose at this point. I mean, I want them to win, and I'll watch it, and I'll root for them. But, but my brain says you want them to lose to get a better pick so you can get the quarterback of the future. So I'm picking Vikings.
0: I'm not Whatever. It. Whatever. I'm not Whatever. It. Whatever. Um, the Ravens play the Browns in a pretty important game for the Ravens, a uh, divisional game. We don't know who the starting quarterback is. Now, typically, I would sit here and say the Ravens are going to win this game. We don't know if it's going to be Lamar Jackson. We don't know if it's going to be Tyler Huntley. Both could still play. Neither have been ruled out. Or it could be Anthony Brown. (laughs) Um, The one thing I have seen, though, is that the Ravens somehow find a way to be competitive no matter who's that quarterback if they can play the style of offense that they want to run um they trust their defense and they trust their running ability excuse me i i think the rust of deshaun watson has made this team just look so ugly that i don't trust them i'm going to go with baltimore
1: in a win um you know i think i'm going to go with the browns i think You know, not knowing who's going to play for uh, the Ravens is an issue. Um, And, you know, three games now it'll be for uh, Watson. I think at this point he will make it work at least a little bit. And obviously they're going to use that run game a lot. And so it might be a ground and pound for both sides. But... I just I'm feeling the Browns in this one. I don't know what it is. I mean, the Ravens aren't a great team. They, despite their record, they they're struggling to get these wins. So, yes, they are. no, yeah,
0: the, you're right, and it would not shock me in the slightest to see the Browns win. Um, the evening game for Saturday is Dolphins Bills in Buffalo. So we talk about you know two teams that have not been playing their best football of late, and it certainly. <laughs> um, has been on the Dolphins' side. But a talking point that we all say is get the Dolphins out of South Florida and see how they do in the cold weather. Well, they'll get their chance to do it in late December in Buffalo, um, chance of snow for this game as well. Uh, and the Bills at 10-3, the way the two is playing, I just don't see the Dolphins coming in here and winning.
1: No, I'm going to pick the Bills as well. It's now in Bills' territory. It's the cold. I mean, the Dolphins are a warm-weather team. And so I, I think it'll be a struggle. And if if it does indeed snow and there's bad weather to a, you know, he already under throws. And, he hasn't, and he hasn't proven that he could play in cold weather. Yeah. How is he going to do that? Went to Alabama. snowing weather. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm going bills. Plus the uh, bills should be mad because of the last, the way the last game went. Um, I mean, the last game in against the Dolphins that they probably should have won, but they couldn't at the very end. And, you know, everyone's saying Josh Allen's angry. He's going to play angry because of, you know, the reporter and what he said. You're not caliber uh, offense, so he's probably going to throw for like 400 yards. But, yeah, I'll go Bills.
0: Um, the Eagles, I will be at this game. Take on Chicago. I'm heading to Chicago later this week. Uh, this is going to be a cold game. High of 29 degrees in beautiful Chicago in December. But this is a Bears team that outside of Justin Fields is awful. Um, (laughs) awful on both sides of the ball. Justin Fields is a great story and I think he's a very, very good. Um, however he, and it has been shown week in and week out that he can't do everything. No quarterback can, (laughs) um, this is a Bears team that's terrible on the defensive side of the ball, very few weapons on the offensive side. You have the Eagles, the best offense in football, the best team in football coming in. Um, if you think I'm picking the Eagles to have their second loss of the season to the 3-10 and 10 Bears, no, you are wrong. Eagles are going to win this game. The spread is 9. I think that's being kind to Chicago.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, no, the, the Eagles are going to win this game. And if they don't? <laughs> It would just be another one of those fluky blip weird. on the radar, and I hope I'm not in I hope I'm not in attendance to see a
0: blip on the radar. That um suck. <laughs> yeah, that, that 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 would suck. Um the Falcons take on the Saints. Uh Desmond Ritter will be making his debut, so you don't really know what you're gonna get out of the Falcons. The Saints, for some reason, um still have a chance at the awful uh, (laughs) NFC South as well. But they also have the fifth overall pick right now, which is currently the Eagles. So they're (laughs) going to lose this game. The Falcons and Desmond Ritter
1: will win. I am also picking the Falcons and Desmond Ritter. He can't be any worse than Mariota. And we've already seen the Falcons can play a little bit here and there. Um, And the Saints are bad. So uh, I'm I'm going Falcons as well. Saints are not very
0: good. Um, The Lions and the Jets, which if you looked at this game, Week 15 of the season, back in August. This is not a game that sticks out. This is not a game that would have stuck out. However, all of a sudden, this game is very, very, very intriguing for many reasons. The red-hot Detroit Lions against the Jets team pushing for a playoff spot. There is an even line on this game, Taylor. Um, <coughs> I Look, Detroit's
1: playing well. Um, I'm going to take the Lions on the road here. Uh, yeah, I, I'm also gonna take the Lions on the road just because I, I, I do think the Jets have been playing really well, but the Lions have been playing even better. And the <laughs> one thing we do know is the Jets, you know, and we they truly don't free. know that.
0: I mean, the expectation is Mike White plays, but we don't know that for That's certain true. right now. That's
1: true, he went through a lot. Um, uh, last week he was in and out of the game a lot, and it was kind of concerning how much he got knocked out, but then came back in and was like, what are you doing? Jets coaching staff and medical team, but uh, and then later on, it was like, oh, yeah, and then he got checked for internal injuries. It's like, then why the frick was he playing? Um uh, yeah. But either way, I don't know if he's going to yeah. be playing. He got and sent to the hospital after the game. Yeah. If it's Zach Wilson ends up playing, then. Oh, my God, the Lions will be winning by 50. By yeah. Um. So I- I'm still going Lions. I agree with you.
0: Uh, the Steelers head to Carolina, to take on the Panthers. And all of a sudden, you know, choo, choo, hop aboard the Panthers train. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with Carolina. <laughs> Me too. I'm, I'm all, I'm all in baby. Come I go, mean, against the oh, Steelers. come aboard. Come aboard the NFC South 2022 division champion Carolina Panthers train, baby. Let's That's
1: go. Like, I don't think the Panthers are running the table and winning the division, but, um, I think they'll beat the Steelers because I don't think the Steelers are very good. Uh, they showed it last week. I thought that they could win last week. I mean, if you can't like, beat Anthony scary... Brown, you're not beating. That's the what Pan- I mean. Yeah. Although, I mean, it's not all...
0: well. I don't know. The Panthers are bad, but um, the- apparently so of the Steelers. Cowboys head to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. A lot of people are liking a trendy mm-hmm. Jaguars upset here after the Cowboys did not. Um, really play very well against Houston. I just have a hard time believing that the Cowboys are going to sit there and lose to the Jaguars. You, you know, I think I think they know the week after this that they play the Eagles and they have to win this game for that game to matter because if the Cowboys lose and the Eagles win, it, it's done. Next Christmas Eve, I mean, it's not officially over, but it's over. You know what I mean? Like like three-game difference with four weeks left, That that's just not going to cut it. Um. Ah, oh man. I think I'm gonna take Dallas. I would love for Doug Peterson to do a solid for his old team, but the Cowboys will win this game.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking the Cowboys too. I think they're gonna put a lot of pressure on uh, the Jaguars' offense and and uh, Trevor Lawrence, and it, it, he's gonna make it hard. I mean, the Cowboys they need to be to clear. Out the Cowboys' this- defense does not look good, and neither does Dak. I know, but they need to come out of this uh, this AFC or uh, yeah this AFC South tour with wins against these bad teams. So, you know, they beat the Colts. They they barely beat Houston. They need to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I think they will. Chiefs and the tech. <laughs> the Chiefs. And Let's the tech. just move on. <laughs> I I look at there is zero percent chance. Zero percent chance. Here's 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 uh here's my question to you. What do you think yep. the
0: spread is? Or did you look uh, already? I, I have uh, not
1: looked. It was seventeen it against is? the Cowboys. It's gotta be up there, like nineteen. It's fourteen. Fourteen, really? Given Wait, respect. Really? Given respect
0: to the Texans for playing well against the
1: Cowboys, Taylor. Yeah, but remember last week when we we looked at that line, the, the seventeen points. Yeah, and we, we were said- like, I'll bet that line. Yeah, I I think the Chiefs win by more than two touchdowns. Bet Texans to cover. I would not bet this line though. Fourteen is not enough points for the Chiefs. Chiefs No, it's not worth betting. But I would, yeah, Yeah, in the AFC, I think. Yeah, and they have Um, the best quarterback. So,
0: there, Lovie Smith is sitting there talking about using a two quarterback system, like (laughs) Jeff Driscoll and. Do it. Mills, do, me, it. do it. Do it. <laughs> do you, it. All, you all. want to see it. Do <laughs> it. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing here? Uh, um, Really? No, truly the game that I, I mean, I have to see, like I am going to be sprinting out of Soldier Field to get in front of a TV to see this game would be the Arizona the Cardinals the heading to Denver to play the Broncos. Uh,
1: <laughs> I thought that was what you're saying. I was like, um, what? <laughs> you must be joking. Um, the Cardinals and
0: the Broncos, what a game, man. Colt McCoy led Arizona Cardinals against the Brett Ryan or Ripon, probably, Reapen
1: led no, not, Denver not. Broncos. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm going the Cardinals. I game. don't know who I'm going to pick.
0: Like I mean, Colt, Mc- Colt McCoy is leading the Cardinals now. Yeah,
1: they can't be I, worse with Brett Ripien. At least Denver has a good defense. I guess. I guess that is true. I'm it going can Denver. Be better than I'm than going Wilson. Denver. Uh, all right. Well, I'm still going Cardinals. Cool. Okay. It's a coin flip at this point, and the Broncos do have a good defense, but you know, the Cardinals have a better offense, so. Without I mean, Cortland Sutton too, I mean the Broncos.
0: Yeah, but Jerry Judy and Grant or Greg or Gr- Grant or Greg Dolchich.
1: <laughs> you can't even say his name. <laughs> oh Listen, God.
0: they're 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 a team, okay? They they can play the footballs. Um, mm-hmm. The Patriots head to the Raiders, and uh, uh, Josh McDaniel faces his. Um, Mentor and bill belichick maybe he's eyeing up the the job in new england maybe that's why he's tanking the raiders um (laughs) who knows at this point um
1: this is a game
0: this screams a game that the uh that the raiders get absolutely obliterated and i'm going pats
1: yeah Uh, i'll go pats too i mean they're on the road but they do have a better defense and if the Raiders' offense uh, defense plays as badly as it has lately, they'll If you make-
0: can't do it against the Rams and Baker Mayfield, who just, like, showed up 36 hours before that game, then mm-hmm. you're not going to do it against the Patriots team, even though the Patriots' offense is pretty bad.
1: Um, well, the Patriots are probably going to take away Josh Jacobs or try to and make, um, make Derek Carr throw the ball, which, you know, can have his ups and downs at times. So, you know. I I I think the Patriots will win, and the Patriots are actually fighting for like a real playoff spot. Like the Raiders, kind of aren't anymore. They might have been if they won last week, but yeah, they're not eliminated um, mathematically, not but they're like they're, they're basically on, eliminated. They're hanging by their <laughs> like their pinky toe off the ledge here before they get eliminated. So, yeah.
0: um, and a team that has a lot of say in. Doing so would be the Chargers. They host the Titans in what is turning into a pretty important game. Um, I I mean, I think talent-wise, this entire game screams Chargers. Um, Mm -hmm. But this is also a Titans team that this is the kind of game they come in and say, see, we're actually not that bad. Um, And Mm -hmm. the Chargers are a team that you don't know which team's going to show up. Uh, So with that being said, though, I have to take the Chargers. They just beat the Dolphins. I would think if they beat the Dolphins, they beat the Titans, um, who is playing some really bad football right now. So give me the Chargers here.
1: Yeah, I'll take the Chargers at home. I don't love it because I do. You do. You know the Chargers are are the Chargers, and they don't um, play Very inconsistent. consistent ball, but. Um they should be able to win this game. I mean, the Titans have the one thing going for them and that's Derrick Henry. If you can slow him down at all, then you open up a whole host of other problems that they have in their quarterback not being good enough. Um and the Chargers they're fighting for a playoff spot there. The Titans already have their playoff spot locked up basically because no one in the FC South is catching them. Um Jaguars only two games out. Yeah, I know, but I'm Colts are only uh Two and a half out, right? Yeah, something like that. Or three and a half. <laughs> Probably three and a half. Uh, <laughs> I'm still going Chargers. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Chargers too.
0: Uh, Bengals and Tampa. Um, we just saw the Buccaneers get absolutely boat raced by san francisco if you think mm-hmm. i'm picking them to beat since cincinnati um you got another thing coming i think the bengals will win this game, this one and the spread is only three and a half i think that's generous i think the bengals win by at least a touchdown here
1: yeah that bengals are gonna win for sure they're surging at the right time they have the better quarterback at this point um better offensive weapons better yeah, offensive no offense.
0: nothing wrong there brady's playing horrible
1: yeah and joe burrow's I mean that nice. throw to
0: Mike Evans was just he was open. Yeah. Yeah. That's happened more than once.
1: And, it's too. been all year.
0: It's been all yeah. year. <clears throat> um the game of the week, in my opinion, is this Giants Commanders game on Sunday night. Um the final two teams in the wild card race right now for the NFC. Um, you know, big important Whoever wins this game doesn't have it locked, but has a pretty good track to making the playoffs at 8-5-1. Has a pretty good track. The loser of this game at 7-6-1, you no longer control your destiny here. And you're last place in the NFC East. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, you know, with that said, the Giants look like they are in shambles right now. The Eagles, I think, absolutely expose every square inch of, you know, holes that this Giants team has. The Commanders are better coached team. They are a more talented team right now. Yeah, I'd take Ron Rivera over Brian Dable right
1: now. I wouldn't. The you know, only reason I, I, the Giants are in this position is because of Brian Dable.
0: You start off 6-1, and one, but you can't correct the mistakes, and you're – no, I, I'm going Ron Rivera, who has made a Super Bowl at this point, has got this team Not playing – at a high level right now, Taylor Heineke is playing better football than Daniel Jones. This defense is much better than the Giants. I know they tied last time, but the Commanders are winning this football game. Sorry, Giants. Um, you're not that good.
1: Well, I'm going with the Giants because uh, I just think, yes, the Eagles exposed um, their problems, but the Commanders aren't the Eagles. Um I just <laughs> They're not the Giants. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, I think that the Giants, um, they'll find a way to win this game. I, I, I don't know how, but I, I just okay. think they do. <laughs> If you say so. Oh, do um,
0: say so. Rams and the Packers are the Monday night game this week. And the Packers, as we... You know, we're talking about teams that are hanging on by a thread. Literally, that would be the Green Bay Packers at five and eight. The NFC is a little more loaded than the AFC when it comes to competitive teams. The Packers are all but done. Um, they're not done, done. They're not mathematically elim- eliminated, but they're basically the Raiders at this point. They they really need a lot of help, even if they win out. Um, they play the Rams, who Baker Mayfield was the hero last week. Um I don't think that will be the case this week though. I do think the Packers are talented enough to go ahead and beat the Rams at this stage of what the Rams are this season.
1: Yeah, I agree. And uh here's hoping that the Christian Watson train um just keeps on giving uh come this playoff time because I really would love for him to keep getting touchdowns.
0: <laughs> Speaking of playoff time, Taylor, it's time for our fantasy advice. For your fantasy football playoffs, and obviously we, uh, you know, our our league, where I believe there's a witch hunt out for me. Um, those playoffs start this week. I would be the two seed if the witch hunt wasn't out for me. Yeah. Um, I would be the two seed this week, but that's fine. I'll be I'll beat Levesque, in, instead of beating the the seven seed, like I should be playing, um, but. That's fine. No, it's fine. It's it's totally fine. But hopefully, uh, everybody out there is ready for their fantasy football playoffs. I'll let you go first, Taylor. Who's going to be your stud this week?
1: So my stud this week is um, going to be Jarek McKinnon. Um, the Chiefs are playing Houston, and we all know Houston's terrible. Chiefs are going to put up a lot of points. Jarek McKinnon has been. I mean, obviously, he had a really, really good breakout game last week. He had two touchdowns and over 100 yards. Um, I, he got targeted a bunch. Um, I just think that of the two running backs between Isaiah or not Isaiah McKenzie, um, who am I thinking of? What's his Pacheco? 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 Uh, between Pacheco and McKinnon, I think McKinnon's the guy you want rostered and starting. Honestly, like Pacheco's gonna get some run, um, some carries. But we all know that the, the, the Chiefs run are live and die by how Patrick Mahomes throws the ball, and that's going to be Jarek McKinnon if it's anyone, um, running back wise. And so I just think, especially with him having such a breakout uh, game last week, I really do think that he's becoming one of the favorite like um, safety valves for Patrick Mahomes. Um, so I, I'm going with McKinnon for my stud. I am
0: going to go with Miles Sanders. And, and the reason for that, obviously, he set a new um, career high in rushing. He also set. Um, he also got his 11th touchdown this past week. And he has five rushing touchdowns in his last three games and faces a suspect Bears run defense. That's allowed the most rushing touchdowns in the NFL this season. If you got Miles Sanders this year, um, make sure. Sh-
1: I don't what? know why you wouldn't be starting him if you have Miles Sanders at this point, yeah, right? Uh, but you know, when it when it comes to
0: Miles Sanders, though, there are some people. You look; he's had he's had games against Washington. He had five points. Indianapolis. He had five points. Tennessee. He had nine points. So you know, th- there's these games where he's had bad matchups. But if you had any doubt about Miles Sanders, depending on where you got him, start him this week. He is going to be. Um, a star for you against a very down bad bears uh bears <coughs> offense a, a guy that another guy that you should get into your lineup is once again i'm gonna say it for the third straight week taylor Zonovan jones night baby get <laughs> him in your lineup Zonovan jones line. night uh michael carter had a crucial fumble Uh, Last week for the Jets and Zonovan Knight looks like the better running back. If he, for some reason is still on your waiver wire and you're in fab unload the bank on him, put in a waiver claim for him and get him in your lineup because he is going to be a star moving forward. Taylor, the Jets, the Jets play during the fantasy football playoffs, their next three games, Detroit, Seattle, and Jacksonville. Get Donovan Knight in your lineup and ride him to an NFL championship like I will in th- all three of my leagues.
1: And also I'm going to go ahead and say <clears throat> keep starting Christian Watson. I don't know if the touchdown regression will come, but ride it while it's there. Ride it while it's there.
0: I agree. Let's go to the, uh, <clears throat> the sits, should I say, the duds
1: of the week. Uh, Taylor, take it away. All right. So we've been talking a lot about the Panthers and how the Panthers have been surging as of late. They've been playing good football, which is weird to say, Um, but they control their own destiny. They have a chance to make the playoffs. They're going to be playing uh, super hard. They just allowed only 46 yards Mm -hmm. rushing. And yes, it was to Travis Homer and Tony Jones Jr. Because Kenneth Walker was not playing. However, Najee Harris has been inconsistent all year. and has been awful. You know, yeah. He's had a few good games here and there. So I'm and especially I think last week and the week before, he's had decent games. So I think some people might be thinking, oh, maybe I can sub him in for someone uh like like Jarek McKinnon. Like you have Jarek McKinnon and you're like, oh well, I can throw in Najee Harris. Don't sit Najee Harris. I don't think that he's gonna be playing well. I, I think the Panthers are, you know. They're playing well. They might get a lead in this game, honestly. And then, you know, at that point, they're playing from behind, the the Pittsburgh Steelers are. Um, Steel, the Steelers are not a good team. Um, not that the Panthers are, but they've been playing like it recently. And so I I would sit Najee Harris um, in this spot. If you have someone like a Jarek McKinnon, who is a guy who's not a obvious start, um, like and if you have a Miles Sanders and you're thinking Miles Sanders or Najee Harris cuz they're both kind of inconsistent, go Miles uh, Sanders.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's a that's a tough one right there. I mean, you you got to go over, you got to at this point in the year not look at where you drafted them, Look at yeah. what they are. Yeah. And and you he know,
1: not start Najee just because you drafted him in the first round. He yeah, was right.
0: a dud. Yeah, he, he's Sorry. a dud and we we tried awesome. to warn all of you about it. But um, you know, he is a season long Dud, um, yeah, real my dud, and it might might throw some people, but it's the reality. Like, look, if you don't get your matchups right, you're done at this point in the year. It's it's playoff time. It's not. Well, I'm going to play him because he he's been a horse, and you know I'm I'm going to ride it till I die. No, you you I don't overthink some things, but you got to play your matchups. And Chris Olave against the Falcons, the situation with New Orleans' passing offense has been. I, I I don't think awful is even the best way to put it. It's been worse than awful. It's been abysmal. Um, one bright spot has been Chris Alave, who is a Rookie of the Year um, contender. But heading those into those the bye, the top
1: five, think they're going to give up for him.
0: But I know it's going to be
1: great, isn't it?
0: But heading into the bye, he has struggled and he's failed to reach double-digit fantasy points in half PPR scoring in four of his last six games. He faces a Falcons defense, and and I couldn't believe this when I saw it, but that has done well against opposing receivers. Falcons have held opposing receivers to an average of 12 fantasy points per game this season. 12. That's not – I mean, considering how – you know how bad this defense is. There's a clear weakness, and it's not throwing against them. Considering who else they have in Alvin Kamara and Taysom Hill, I don't think Olave is a strong play this week. Um Andy Dalton is not a significant improvement over you know Jameis Winston. They've proven that, and this is a tough sp- spot to sit. A number one option like Olave, especially without Michael Thomas and no clear contender for somebody in the passing game to take more targets. I mean, Jarvis Landry, maybe. But the Falcons secondary has done well in recent weeks against wide receivers. And it may be worth looking through, you know, the rest of your team to see if he's really worth throwing in there against a team that, you know, really I would expect the Saints to run the ball against.
1: Yeah, and it comes. It really comes down to who you have on your team. And that's going to be, you know, Something you're gonna have to figure out if you have Chris Olave. Like look, if you're
0: sitting there and... if you're sitting there looking at like the difference between Chris Olave or like a Garrett Wilson, start all Garrett all Wilson
1: day. all day. Yeah. Unless Zach Wilson plays. Yeah. <laughs> if Zach Wilson is playing, then definitely not. But um yeah, no, I, I get you. I get you. Chris Olave was good and it's not really his fault. I think it's a that more of a factor of the quarterback. Oh, thing, you get
0: you get him a quarterback next year, and Chris Olave is going to be a top ten wide receiver. Well, they could have, but uh, they. Uh, twig- oh right, I they think. gave us the pick. That's right. That's right. <laughs> the, the Eagles no have that pick.
1: I don't know oh. why they thought that. I guess they thought that they would be better this year, but and that it wouldn't be a top Eagles, five pick,
0: but. I- Howie Roseman's genius. Truly uh, just a genius. Um, well, that'll do it for this week's episode. Taylor, uh, we, we went through all the football things. Uh, we will get this episode out to the listeners on Wednesday morning, uh, where you can find this episode everywhere, including Spotify, Apple and or YouTube. You can find us at Sports underscore Podcast on Twitter and ourselves at Zebrise Twenty One at T Last with two T's and two S's. Um, and you know we will come back to you next week and and give you a little early Christmas special episode uh, before we head off into the new year. Obviously, we have. A big game, couple big games next week, and we will preview, obviously, some of the big bowl games and start talking college football playoff with everybody as well because that will be happening. Um, time's flying, Taylor. We're, we're almost in year three of this show, which is kind of
1: hard to believe. I mean, it is our,
0: our three-year anniversary is in what, May? Something like that. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Time flies when you're having fun, you know? Um, (laughs) I will do our best to keep the um, Godzilla uh, fantasy football belt on the show, within the show. I I have no intention on
1: letting this thing leave this office. I was, like, before last week, I I was not in a great spot, but I was only one game out of the final playoff spot. Uh, Kyler blowing his his knee out.
0: But Kyler blew
1: his knee out, and now I'm done. Yeah, yeah. So, Talk about bad timing in a must-win week, <laughs> right? Like literally, like I was, I'm, I'm, I was the ninth seed. Eight teams make the playoffs, <laughs> and I could have <clears throat> overtaken and gotten that last spot. But Kyler died, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. I <laughs> have
0: no, no in intentions in letting this leave. Uh, the squad is. Getting healthy at the right time. We got the... I probably
1: shouldn't have traded uh, Jalen Hurts. You're welcome.
0: Well, now I have Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown. Um, That combination is just, you know, chef's kiss. Um, Hopefully Alvin Kamara does something this week. Joe Mixon, Christian Kirk, and then I get Goddard back this week. So I get a tight end that's actually, yeah, recognizable. Oh, Goddard's coming back? Goddard uh, will be back. The, well, he's eligible to come back, but all expectation is that he will be back. Um, there was really no concern that he would miss more than the IR four weeks. Uh, so he okay. will be back this week. I, I will be happy to ride Zonovan Jones night <laughs> to an NFL championship this year. Um, with that, Christian Watson to our Christian Watson. To I I I, I I I will buy a Jones. Knight jersey. <laughs> if he wins, right, Jones head. in the middle <laughs> and right, and no, I'll do a custom Joe quote Jones Knight. <laughs> no one will have any idea what it means, but nope. I will, and you nope. will, and our listeners will, and that's all that matters. Although I would never wear it because why would I wear a Jets jersey? Um, <laughs> but I could frame it and like write in the numbers like 2022. 20, fantasy football championship or something like that mvp um everybody enjoy the rest of their week enjoy the uh football games this weekend go birds i will be there in full uh full clothing because it's going to be 29 degrees (laughs) and (laughs) very 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 cold, um, but it's gonna be fun. Looking forward to it. Never actually been to Chicago. The only time I've been to Chicago is in the airport. So we right. will, uh, you know, I'm excited, N- excited to scratch off another stadium off the oh uh, bucket list. So um, that'll be fun to see. And uh, you know, good luck to your Colts on Saturday. Um, hey. I, I, we'll I don't even, time. I don't know if you want good luck though. I th- you want to lose, good so time. never Have mind. Um, go Vikings. Yeah. Um,
1: Go... <laughs> I'm still gonna root for them on the day, so like, I saw. <laughs> I saw, cool win, I still...
0: saw where uh, Jeff Saturday said he'd like to be back in 2023. I'm like, buddy, that I I, uh, I think that ship
1: sailed when you didn't know to take a timeout. <sighs> um, but yeah, well, there, I mean, other quarter. <laughs> if Joe Staley still has a job, then or Brandon Staley still has a job, then you know, Mike McCarthy still has a job. Timeouts don't mean everything. It's I, I don't no, know. No, they only. I don't know if he will be the coach, but there's you know. a
0: lot of coaching vacancies and a lot of attractive candidates out there, so we'll see. Yeah.
1: We'll I see what happens if there's someone like a Sean Payton available and wants to come. I'm definitely taking him. Yes, because because Sean Payton's gonna pick the Colts over like the hey, Chargers. He might. Or... He might. You yeah. never know. Depends on when we hire. if We get a quarter quarterback first. I
0: was gonna say you need a quarterback that's not gonna be like one and done for the first time since Andrew Luck.
1: Or we just tank another year and get like Caleb Williams or something.
0: Yeah, that seems to be the pie in the sky. If it's not Archie Manning, it's Caleb Williams.
1: Well, Archie Manning would be awesome, but that's like Archie Manning's two, like three years down the road. Years down the four years three. Down the road. three, three, because yeah, he's he's just going. In gonna to like, a, he's gonna be he's gonna be a freshman now. this year yeah yeah so yeah i mean if if we're still bad then then sure that'd be awesome but uh... (laughs) that's that's and then i want to get marvin harrison jr like that
0: sam hinky process shit right there yeah
1: yeah (laughs) yeah i honestly if 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 you could guarantee me it like if you could be like okay
0: no doubt
1: you will no doubt i would yeah yeah, i would i would be like tank just just sit everyone in tank i don't even care like if you could guarantee it but obviously there's still no guarantee, even if you do tang, that you you are not as bad as some other tank I did see a team. report
0: that the Colts could be interested in the Eagles pick to move up yeah. to get a quarterback. And we'll get fleeced again, I'm sure. It, but, uh... it, it will cost you Shaq Leonard, um, like three future firsts. Um, Wait,
1: you're not getting Shaq. Part
0: ownership in the team. And... Quentin Nelson. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Our ownership oh, in the team. <laughs> is first born ch- and Jim Irsay's hey.
1: firstborn child. <laughs> I don't know if I want
0: any any stock in the Irsay uh, family. Well, his firstborn first child's coofer. probably Coco like dust. thirty by
1: now, so it doesn't really
0: matter. That's true. Uh, All right. Well, you you have fun with that, and I will uh, will we will uh, we hope will you don't get conven- a blip. Please, I hope there's no blip. hope there's no blip. There better not be a blip. Not with me in attendance. If we lose to the Bears, I will not be happy. Um, I I will trade a fantasy football playoff loss for an equals win. Just wow. throwing that out there. But Against the both- Bears? When well, they already have, what, 12 wins? Well, neither are going to both will happen both will be positive things taylor we think positive on this show remember um so yeah definitely uh so everybody enjoy the rest of their week we will catch you next week right here on sports with the z and a t for taylor i am bryce we are out see ya